Okay, super excited about uh, today's podcast because we have uh, just someone we love so much. Um, it's kind of like, you know how when there's people that, that hover around you long enough that you eventually just start to love them? Uh, well, that's Tessa Manning. Uh, <laughs> Tessa, Tessa is someone that uh, we feel like we've known her whole life, although we, we haven't quite known her that long. But um, Tessa is a good friend of ours, and it's a little embarrassing that it's taken us this long to get you on a podcast, Tessa. We apologize. You know what? That's honestly on me. I, I, was, <laughs> the one, I was the one that was nervous to do it. <laughs> We're excited about the conversation. Uh, I wanted to start off by sharing one of my favorite Tessa quotes. Um, There's so many. How do you I, just well, pick one? I was going to say there is, I could fill a journal. Tessa's freshman year. So we had just really started Refuge Retreat, and uh, Tessa was a freshman at App State and rolled years. And um, we were checking in with you, Tessa, after your first semester of college and we were excited to be reaching college students and we were excited that you were a college student and knew you and I remember checking in with you and we were like all right how's it going Tessa you know are you having a good time how's your freshman year so far and you were like uh uh yeah it's good and we were like um doesn't I mean it's is it okay like tell us you know and you were like well I just can't get any time by myself. <laughs> and I just remember, like, we laughed so hard about that because you were like, literally, out of all the things that you could learn at college, your biggest takeaway from your first semester was like, I don't have any alone time. Like, it's just, I'm so sick of people already. <laughs> I just loved that. So that, in a nutshell, is Tessa Manning. She just doesn't want to be your friend. Anyway. Um, don't ask. Yeah. Don't bother. Uh, but Tessa, real quickly, just tell us, that was freshman, Tessa. So tell us what you're doing now. Newly what, graduated. What does your life look like now, Tessa? Wow. All right. So, yes, I just graduated um, last May from Appalachian State University, Rolniers. Um, and my life definitely looks a lot different than it did that freshman year. But I decided to take a little gap year after I graduated. Um I, the people, the girls that I were living with, I was really close with, and they all still had an extra year, so I was like, this is kind of the perfect opportunity to stay in the town that I love and work, save up some money, and just kind of enjoy the year that I get to not have too many responsibilities before life gets too crazy. Let's normalize that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm a big, big supporter of take your gap year for real. You definitely should, because I was so burnt out after... My last semester, I was working a full-time internship and a part-time job, and I just had, I was running on E, like I had nothing left to give. So it was just exactly what I needed, and it was so perfect, and I definitely, definitely recommend. Nice. Well, if anyone finds themselves in the Boone area or in the Banner Elk area and wants to ride the Alpine Coaster, then holla at your girl. <laughs> at your girl I'm Tessa. your girl. Hit me up. She'll hook you up. She's not going to give you a discount or anything, but she'll make sure you're nice and safely buckled in. Um, <laughs> do y'all have buckles on that thing? We are do. There? We got to see. They're just like normal okay. seatbelts. A lot of people don't understand that, but <laughs> okay. Okay. I literally had no idea. Uh, uh, okay. okay. Well, believe it or not, we're not talking about Alpine coasters today, um, but Part of why I was thinking about your uh, your freshman year, Tessa, was the topic today, which I think is, I mean, we were just kind of going over this before we hit record, and I, I just got a text message this morning from a student asking this question, like the question based around this topic, which is how can we 
pursue the Lord? How can we can we have a relationship and like an ongoing, you know, pursuit of Him daily? Um, and it's it's I think it's something that you're not just going to be asking in college. I think it's something you're going to be reminding yourself and asking yourself, you know, until you're gone, <laughs> because it's a challenge. There are things that the enemy throws our way, and there are things that we get distracted with, and um, pursuing him daily is for sure something that's super important for all of us to talk about at any stage of our life. Um, but to get into the conversation, tell us, Tessa, like from your experiences, what are some things that you have experienced as far as like your challenges and things that have that have prevented you or made made it more difficult for you to um, pursue the Lord daily? Um, I think a lot of people are like this. It's just I was really, really hard on myself. Um, I would sit and linger in my mistakes and my failures and my sins, and I convinced myself that the Lord was taking a step back from me, um, and I there was this huge distance that was being built in between me and God, and I didn't feel... Um, comfortable coming before him or talking to him really but it was really just myself like being really really hard on myself I just couldn't really get past it and I I didn't believe at the time that the Lord was willing to talk to me or accept me in my time of sin or the mistakes I've made or whatever was going on yeah I think that's so accurate too for like and very relatable for a lot of us because I think for whatever reason we tend to put so much like pressure on ourselves. And if we're not perfect or we're not opening our Bible every day or we're not living the way we know we should, then like the Lord wants nothing to do with us. And so like that can really like discourage you from feeling even motivated to open your word because you feel like a conviction about it, you know? And it's like realizing like that the Lord like wants you to come to him anyways. And he already knows all those things anyways, but he just, he just wants you know, your heart, like to, to pursue him. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that we've all felt like that before. Sure. I think it's difficult for us to accept a love that is just so unconditional and so boundless because mm-hmm. we're very accustomed to our human relationships, which are flawed and come with all these right. mistakes. You know, I, I think it's so easy for us to believe, like, when circumstances are dire or circumstances are bad, we believe that God just puts that distance there with us because that's what we assume comes of, like, a normal human relationship with each other. And that when things are going super great, God is like, oh, God's on our side and God's blessing us because we've been doing good. We always connect those, our behaviors or our failures as directly correlated to God's closeness. But in reality, like... That is not the truth at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you bringing that up, so now that you're on the other side of the four-year college life, how would you say, like just looking back over the four years, I mean, there's probably, it's like a huge roller coaster ride. Speaking of Alpine Coaster, it does all connect. Wow, look at that. But I feel like you probably can look back now a little bit and reflect on like this topic mixed with the ups and downs of you know, life in college. And so how would you relate, you know, your pursuit of him daily with, you know, the four years of, of going through college and how, how did, did it affect it? Did it not? Did it make it more challenging? Like what, what were all those seasons like for you in college? Yeah. Um, I feel like during seasons of busyness, um, you know, when you have just so much on your plate and so much to worry about, yeah. prioritizing seeking the Lord's presence is 
very difficult. In times of, you know, your freshman year, you think you have so much on your plate, but really, like, that's light work compared to what you got coming for you in the future. So it's like you do have a lot of time on your hands during freshman year. Um, and so I think I found it much easier during my first couple of years to find the time and the space um, to seek the Lord and prioritize it. I think in seasons of busyness, when you're trying to figure out what you're doing after college and you got internships and exams, and it's yeah. easy to push aside prioritizing the Lord because it's just like that's that's not what's important right now, when really it is, but you think that's just one of those things you can push to the side. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's so valid because we have conversations all the time with college students about how they're freaking out you know it's it's junior senior year coming to an end and they're freaking out because they don't know what they're going to do you know afterwards and the the feeling is and I don't know if this is like cultural pressures like you have to have the answers you know we we it's like some someone made up this lie that you just have to know all the answers of your life you know when oh, yeah. you, when you graduate or right before you graduate and that's just not that's not true. Like that's just, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. And that would be ideal, but it's not true. And so stress builds in and man, I can tell you, you know, I've for sure, I've been there with that. When you get so stressed out about it, it's like a month will go by and you're like, Oh gosh, I haven't even, <laughs> I haven't even thought about God, you know, and that, cause I've been oh, so yeah. stressed out. So yeah, that's, that's so true where I, I feel like, and we'll, we'll talk about this. And this is where we want to kind of end uh, our conversation is how can we practically, we always want to talk practical, but how can we practically, what are some things that we can be doing to help us pursue the Lord daily? And and these are the things that, man, if you're out there and you're a freshman starting off college, it's so crucial and just, it'd be amazing for you to start working on these things now. But the truth about this is that if you're a 50-year-old and you're, you know, whatever season you're in, these are some great foundational steps that we can be taking um, to help us pursue the Lord daily. So, Tessa, in all of your great wisdom, what are what are some things that you have found that help you in your pursuit of the Lord daily? I think for me, one of the first steps I took into pursuing the Lord daily was I found, I randomly found this verse from Psalms that like really impacted me. And so I wrote on a little sticky note and I put it on my mirror and then I got another sticky note and I also wrote a verse and put it next to my bed. And I just repeated that verse over and over to myself as every single day. And the verse was Psalms ninety fourteen. It says, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. And I found myself being so repetitive in this cycle of repeating that verse to myself that it, I started thinking about it constantly and I would yeah. wake up and it would be my first thought without really looking at my sticky note. And as I would go to sleep, I would pray it over myself every night. And I just, I was like, in a way becoming obsessed with this verse uh-huh. and it just reminded me to, you know, wake up and find satisfaction first in the Lord and it kind of brought the Lord to be in the forefront of my mind every morning and at every night and throughout the day continuously. Yeah. And then um, I think one of the second things that I did that really helped me was I I have, I have, always am talking to myself constantly, whether it's out loud or just in my head. There's, just, there's always internal monologue going on, and I think that's, you know, 
I think everybody does that pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we don't. You might want to go see. You might want to go see someone. No, I'm just kidding. That's yeah. That's all of us. <laughs> um, but I just started to change that internal monologue and direct it towards God in prayer. Really, so I would be complaining constantly or frustrated or excited or whatever was going on in my head, whatever my thoughts were at the time, I would just direct my monologue to the Lord and I would never really end my prayer. I'd never really say amen until night when I would go to sleep. So it would just, it became such a habit to me that I was just in constant prayer and everything that I did. It did take a while for it to become a habit, you know, like you, you gotta have to consciously think of doing that until it becomes a habit but once it does become a habit it's the easiest thing in the world and it it really does help you build trust in your relationship with the lord because you realize that he truly does care about every little mundane thing of your life all the little things that you don't think anybody would really care about and you realize that the lord does care to hear those things from you yeah absolutely i think too that like when that clicked for me I think I always like that internal dialogue that we all tend to have it kind of like things kind of shifted for me in a huge way when I was like I think this is like actually how I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit is when I like can you know listen to those thoughts those inward thoughts and discern them and um, talk to God about them and really like that's when I learned like the voice of the Holy Spirit so I think that's just as valuable, if not more valuable, than sitting up, you know, in the morning than um, and opening your word. You know, some days I think I get more out of like talking to God throughout the day than I do in my, you know, fifteen yeah. minutes I want to give Him in the morning. Yeah, you just learn to see God and the little things that you didn't see Him before, and you see Him answer all of these little prayers that you didn't realize that He would answer. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, and we'll. We'll wrap up with this, that I think in our pursuit, in in our our even attempts to pursue, you know what I mean? Like we're gonna pursue him and go great for like two weeks and then fail again. But I think in our in our growth and like little steps that we're taking, you are the the point you made too, which is so good, Tessa, that it does help you trust him more. I think that he that's just the process of him like he he wants so badly to spend that time with us. You know, he wants so badly for us to be conversing with him all the time. Like I think of uh, on the office when this is terrible. When Pam is away at art school in New York, and her and Jim got the world's smallest Bluetooth uh, things in their ears, so they can talk to each other all day long. Uh, it's like you know that's annoying to some people that don't know the office or that you know are not in a relationship but that's the kind of relationship God wants with us where we're always talking with him where we're sharing every little detail of our life because he already knows all those details right. and the more that we're that we are doing that there's so many things that are happening but yes what i think what's going to happen which is so key is that the more that we start sharing and talking more we're going to also be learning how to be quiet more and mm-hmm. hearing his voice and that that's just when this relationship, man, I, I mean, I know some of you listening may have experienced this before where you're like, oh, man, in my prayer time, I just felt like God said this. And it's funny because we think of our prayer time as us just like saying a bunch of stuff and then saying amen. But, yeah. man, our prayer time and our pursuing him will eventually grow into us just really spending time with him and listening to him speak, um, which is just 
super cool. So um, obviously we didn't pull Tessa into this conversation because she's a genius at it and perfect at it. Um, we love Tessa's insight and think she is wise, but this is for everyone. This is for all of us. We've all been in this spot and uh, hopefully this has been helpful and encouraging to uh, anyone listening today. So uh, be challenged. Know that um, the Lord desires you, that he He wants to spend time with you. Um, memor- take a verse. Maybe it's not Psalm 90. Take a verse, memorize it. Let that be your verse for like a month. You know, that sounds crazy, but like every day for a month, let that, that passage just soak in. Uh, and I think that that will help you, you know, come to know him more. You'll be you'll be focused on him more throughout the day, uh, and then just grow your trust in him. So thanks for joining, Tessa. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you Bye so much. Tessa. Love you guys. All right, we'll catch you guys next time.